Is it possible for me right now to to just rip my nose clean off my face? Like in one fell swoop, just rip it off and it's gone. Is that possible? Am I am I crazy for uh for thinking thinking that that's a that's a possibility? I don't know. Let me know in the comments below. And like like share and subscribe. Do you guys listen to Grocery Store Core at all? Hello Diane. It is May 13th at around 3:05 a.m. This is going to be my last probably 20 minutes in my apartment probably ever or maybe not who knows and then uh, and definitely my last few minutes in Colorado few few hours in Colorado for for at least uh, a while but yeah it just feels weird when uh, when you do something like this, it doesn't really feel completely real, you know. But I guess that's what life is. Anyway, 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 anyway. Colorado. Has Colorado been good to me? I don't know. Has Colorado been good? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe. Who knows? Right now, I'm looking for a lid for a jar so I can put water in the jar so I can drink the uh, the water from the jar as I drive because I forgot to think ahead on this. Anyway, um... I hope you are liking this uh, this experimental podcast so far. Pikehead, what that just what the heck? I had Asperger's there for a second. I'm sorry if that was racist. It is May thirteenth, twenty twenty two, at seven forty a.m. Here's a here's an idea. Here's a here's an idea that m- me and my roommate Tim have been uh, kind of discussing. For the last uh, year or two, but um, the question is: question is, uh, how can we have a well? How do we alleviate the problems caused by uh, <clears throat> the sprawling consumer capitalism that we see today? In uh, in that it's uh, it's a system that is based off of uh, I guess very short term profit um, kind of uh, unnecessary waste I mean you look at packaging you look at how extended the supply lines are um, unnecessary waste um, and uh, I mean what, what are the other problems of the system it's uh, I mean you have a problem of, of unnecessary waste of Things like that. Of um, there's a cop right there. He's dear God with the oh, I don't know what the cop's doing. He's doing stuff with cows. What the heck is 
yeah. Anyway, um, as I've never seen that before. Cop was like running after cows in the field next to me. By the way, I'm driving back to California, so hopefully uh, there are a few different snippets I can do. But um, okay, we're we're getting a little rambly here. We're we're getting a little rambly here. Let me uh let me let me re-record some of this. So what are some more problems with the modern state of consumer capitalism? Um, well, you have, in many cases, you have very, uh, you have people who, who climb the, 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 these giant bloated corporate hierarchies, um, who don't really, who, whose primary concern isn't necessarily that of humanity. It's of, uh, of, of either wealth or power, money or power. I mean, and there are three different motivators of people, I think. There's um, being motivated by, by, by wanting to do good for the world. There's being motivated by, like, just pure power, power lust, or um, being motivated by money. And those are the three most powerful motivators, I think. Um, so what's the point here? The point is, uh, in, in, any, in any kind of, like, bloated hierarchical system... I think it's, uh, well, it's, you will see like people who are sociopathic, people who, um, simply try and rise the ranks who are, who are not necessarily good at their job, not necessarily good at leading, but are simply opportunistic and are good at kind of like nav, like, like manipulating people socially to get what they want and get to a higher position. Those are the types of people who, who really thrive in kind of like unnecessarily uh, large um, kind of corporate structures? I think that are that are they're pretty aged. Um, so given that you have like inefficiency in leadership uh, that exists within these capitalistic structures, and I, I also think that 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 I mean. I mean, what else are we seeing today? We're seeing, like, a huge rise in income inequality, and people say, oh, like, I mean, people on the right, like, don't really see that as a big problem, but the, the, the issue with that, it's, it's an issue not because, uh, oh, it's just income inequality, it's because, and it's not because it hurts the poor. Like, like if, you're, if you care about society, like, the poor should be, like, your, I mean, you're always going to have poor in society. You're always going to have people who are stupid, who make stupid decisions or, or, or whatnot, which is the majority of, of very, very poor people, like low, low intelligence individuals. And that's not to say everyone who's poor is low intelligence or whatever, but just look at the statistics. Like IQ and wealth are positively correlated. It's probably the most, uh, the most, uh, the, I mean, you know, you, you know this. If you, if you, oh, actually that's not the case. It's like, you're, you're an idiot. You're just as you're fucking stupid. Um, anyway, point being, uh, you will always have stupid people unless something crazy happens with human intelligence distribution. And even if it did, you'd still have a normal distribution of intelligence, which, which would still mean that there are people who are stupider than other people. So you're always going to have poor people. So who cares? What matters in society are the people that push forward society. The people who are creating like huge ideas who are able to navigate like tremendous amounts of wealth and put them into uh like like make the make good 
decisions and good calculations and put them into good areas, right? Um, more efficiently. Like this is why this is why smart people have more money. It's not because oh they just they just they just stole it. It's like no, smart people have more money because they're better at using money than other people. Like if a, if you gave a poor person a billion dollars, they would spend it on drugs and 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 and, and, and like yachts and like planes and like stupid crap. And like, like, let's say a really stupid poor person, they'd be spending it on just like the stupidest crap imaginable and they'd lose it. Maybe not a billion dollars. Like, like, let's just say a few million and and you, you could say, Oh, well, no, that's not the case. You don't know that. It's like, yeah, I know that. Like, look at every lottery winner. Lottery winners end up losing all of their money. Like in just a few years, they get, they get millions of dollars and they end up blowing it all. Why is that? Because people who buy lottery tickets are usually stupid, okay? And stupid people don't know how to spend money. You know who knows how to spend money? People who are extremely intelligent, which is why they are given the money by society. Now let's get to the point. Income inequality is a problem, not because it hurts poor people. It's because it hurts uh, the distribution of wealthy individuals. Right now, like the top 1% of the 1% own most of the money. That means there's there's way, way, way less rich people now than there were in the past. Like, let that really sink in. There are way less rich people now than there were in the past. Like, really rich people as a percentage, percentage of the population. The issue with that is that you have less really smart people making decisions and you have just a few smart people making most of the decisions, right? And if you if you have a few really smart people making the decisions versus a lot of smart people making the, 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 the decisions, um, you're, you're going to have like scales of like magnitudes less efficiency than you would in the past. Additionally, additionally, it's not just, oh, uh, you have less intelligence. It's, um, hold on, there's a, there's going to be a cop around here soon. One second. Uh, what's, what's the point here? Magnitude's less efficiency. Oh, fuck, I, I lost my train of thought. Uh, uh, hold on. What, what's the, shit, I'm forgetting something. Um, it's less efficiency, less smart people. Uh, Oh yeah, and, and all the other thing is like if you have more centralization of wealth, right? Uh, only a few people have most of the wealth, which is how it is right now. Which is how it is right now. I'm leaving Colorado. Bye, Colorado. If you have a few people who own most of the wealth, the opportunities for large projects, a diverse amount of different projects dwindles. One second. So in the past, right? In the past, it was way more, uh, you had, you had a way higher chance of, of potentially getting into contact with, uh, with some rich, rich person who, who is more willing to, to kind of fund the outside ideas, you know? The, the idea, like, like the film ideas on that were like, um, you know, may, like uh, could have been a hit or miss, but there was more creativity in it, right? 
this is why in the 80s, like in the 80s, like it was a more decentralized kind of Hollywood structure. And uh, like there were there was there were more opportunities for for kind of the uh, the off the wall crazy idea to to kind of kind of get funded, you know, by a major Hollywood source. Um, so what's the point with that? Point is, oh yeah, the point is, you look at society as a whole, and you have a similar kind of trend. If you have a lot of people who are rich, right? And maybe they're not like tr- billy, like multi-billionaires, you know. But they're but they're rich enough, you know. That means that that you have a ton of people who are able to pursue a ton of cool projects. But if you only have a few people, right, with a, a ton of money, they're they're only going to want to like make take the risk on on like a couple of projects, you know. Um, and, and, and also, when you see a more of a centralization of, of, of wealth like this, it, it, it moves away from the individual having all the wealth to um, bloated corporations or, or entities or governments that have most of the wealth. And, and you know how uh, bloated corporations and governments and whatnot spend their money? They spend it... Uh, are they spending things that are going to really like help pro- progress like humanity that much? Like, sure, you could say, oh yeah, to an extent, but it's far less than individuals because individuals are far more tied to like the progress that that they're trying to to do. They're they're tied passionately to the projects that they're working on. Like governments, corporations, like that's not how they operate. They're trying to just be in a stable kind of. Uh, they're trying to be stable, you know. They're trying to have consistent, stable growth. Or the government—they're just who knows what the hell they are trying to do. Um, and governments can do whatever they want. They, uh, uh, that's a different story. Point is, point is, like you look at you look at the types of movies that that like the modern bloated Disney Corporation funds, or the or any modern media like company kind of is trying to fund like. That, that isn't like an up and coming like new studio, you know. Um, they're, they're funding like 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 why? I mean, this is rambly, but it's this is all like important information. Why is it that every like almost every single big movie of the last decade has been a uh, a, a sequel or a um, or a reboot of, of of an older tried and true thing? It's because you know who has the money the the like the big bloated um like old corporations have money and they don't want to spend it on anything actually creative if you had some rich people who are producing and funding these things if you had less income inequality right like things would be a lot better and income inequality i mean like like the the the, the normal distribution of 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 wealth um let's see here uh, the average, the average, uh, the average state, the median, the median, I, I think, I think this is right. The median, uh, wealth is staying the same while the, uh, well, the average wealth is increasing highly. I think, I think that's what it means. Yeah. I, th- that's, I think, I think that makes sense statistically anyway. So that's the, that's the reason why, uh, income inequality is bad because there aren't as many rich people and 
and there's less intelligent people come doing a bunch of projects and people have less the the the, the rich people in society or the smart people in society on average have less power and less freedom to start working on interesting things and if you start taking away freedom from people then your society will begin to stagnate like this is why taxation is like a pretty like bad thing because it takes money away from people and it takes away their financial freedom to actually start creating things like this is the reason why like like taxation is not a it's not a, like a good thing because it takes away individuals ability you know like their free volition to be able to do stuff and, and income inequality is this on a larger scale um, but anyway um, modern consumer corporate uh, corporatism or capitalism or however you want to say it is a system that uh, where the government kind of gives uh, corporations tax cuts and uh, and and and, and um, kind of loopholes and all this stuff uh, while while really kind of crushing any kind of new startup and any kind of like uh, like a wider um, ability of, of, of human freedom human financial freedom or other other forms of freedom um, by like taking money out of like people who are poorer's pockets you know if you take money off of out of out of a like a, someone who's has like billions and billions of dollars like they're not going to be as affected as if you if, if you take this like a, a money from like someone who has less right and it's not this isn't an argument for oh we just need to tax the billionaires because that's going to fuck everything up too um it means that we need to ensure like we need to find a way to make society like more uh you know like make it make it less kind of have have a more even distribution um and and i think at the end of the day like the reason why this is happening is because america is is in a, is a late stage empire right now i think america is on the verge of of of, of crumbling and and falling apart uh, sim- similar to the Dutch, similar to the British Empire, um, similar to the Chinese several year- like hundred years ago, um, similar to the Spanish, similar similar to the French, like like empires go through cycles, right? The American Empire, it's not like this is a different something completely different than other other systems. Just because we have nukes doesn't mean that that things are different. And right now, every indicator I've seen shows that America's on the decline. And, and and everyone feels this too. Everyone kind of knows that this is happening. Um, but at best the the future will be a, a, a uh, will no longer be a monopole where America is the, the, the sole superpower. You'd have multiple superpowers potentially. <clears throat> and at worst America becomes like uh well far weaker than it once was like the british empire did and uh other countries start rising up becoming far more powerful anyway so so you can't just put a band-aid on and say oh the government will fix this oh you know what we just gotta tax the rich and that'll fix everything it's like like those voices you know the people who say that are the exact reason why we are in this late stage collapse of our of the American Empire, right? Um, like, like, and that's that's the funny thing about it, you know. Like, 
like the people who are trying to change things and kind of see what the problems are, like they're applying the same things that have been causing the problem in the first place. So let's get back to the original point. <clears throat> so given our, the problems with, uh, with modern kind of consumer capitalism, um, what do we, what do we do about it? What do we do about it? <clears throat> I think, and then, okay. So from, I, I'm an engineer by trade. Uh, so I'm not a big, I'm not very big into completely reading up on and knowing and being well-versed in all the political philosophy out there and all this and all that and all history and all that. But I guess I have like an okay understanding of some of it. So, and also most of my understanding of this stuff comes from conversations with people rather than me reading books. So putting that out of the way. If I say anything wrong or any misinterpretations of a text or whatever, now you know why. But that shouldn't discount some of the ideas that, I, that, that, that are here. Maybe. Maybe. I, these ideas should only be discounted if they're stupid. I don't think they're really stupid. So one problem, I'd say, is the fact that our system is, our, the systems we have today are unsustainable. Like they're, well, or maybe, maybe that's not it. Maybe, maybe they are sustainable, but they're, 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 I mean, it's just very unstable. It's like, uh, you have like giant supply chains that were disrupted by COVID and we saw how like disastrous that was. And we still have problems with supply chains. Like, like it's, it's, it's like on every part of the economy, it's, it's very hard to kind of like start sourcing stuff and. Anyway, so so that's one one issue. Another issue is just that, that that companies can get away with making subpar products because we live under the assumption that you know we should just buy more th- like buy another one, buy another one, buy another one. Uh, when 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 something is broken or or maybe not even if it's broken, just buy more things. It's like that's a that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty wasteful and pretty fucking stupid way of doing things. Like. Like, we shouldn't be thinking about living in terms of, like, oh, how do we get more profit? Oh, we, how do we get more profit? We should be like, you know what? How do we ensure that every second of our effort, you know, of our work is going towards something that is beneficial, you know, that is pushing humanity fucking forward? Like, is making a t-shirt that will rip in, like, two months and then you'll, you'll have to throw it away because you can't fucking patch it up because it'll just keep ripping is that, is that like, is that, is it, or are you gonna, are you pushing humanity forward? No, you're just wasting humanity's resources. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, oh we're making, we're making tons of money on this. Like we're, we're continuously making more and more and more money um, because, because we, we, we uh, have a, uh, a consumer model, you know, a subscription based model. It's like, yeah, it might help you, but look at the externalities. Like instead of, of just designing a good shirt, and then working on something else that's like, like who knows, like rocket research or uh, I guess apocalypse-proof housing or some shit like that, you know, something something big or like or like cutting-edge computer research or simply building like huge industrial projects, you know, or like building a like giant like monuments or, or I don't know, like their aesthetic. Well, okay. Anyway, point is there are a lot of things that we could be doing. 
that are more important than just making subpar products and then just trying to make more subpar products. Like, it's not that difficult, and it's actually not that expensive either to make a good product that, that, that simply lasts a long time. Um, now, the issue is like, oh, well, it's not going to be profitable, you know? It's not going to be continuously, sustainably profitable. Um, and, and I think this is, a, this is something that we need to really fix and come up with, come up with a good solution for it. And I, I don't really think I have a great solution for it. But I think one step in the, the right direction is what I will call uh, <laughs> Republican communism. So, Republican communism, and 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 if if I'm using the wrong terms, then just bear with me. Fill in fill in whatever term you think fits this better. But Republican communism um, is is kind of like a classical. Well, what what classical quote communism was supposed to be. Um, and I'm not talking about communism in terms of Leninism or Stalinism or anything like that. Like in this, I guess I guess this does kind of like have some inspiration from Marx, from my, what I take it. But it's not. I, I don't really completely subscribe to a lot of. Well, I don't subscribe completely to some of the the ideas that Marx had. But I think one of them, um, namely being that workers should own the the means of production is uh i think there's there's some there's some interesting insight there and something that 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 we should we should potentially consider adopting into a a capitalistic kind of uh sustainable capitalistic framework of some sort maybe i don't know maybe that's the way to do it maybe it's another way but anyway so republican communism is uh, is based off of I guess how America was pretty much founded. One of the founding tenets of America is kind of a rejection of how Britain works. In Britain, from from what I can understand, land ownership wasn't a huge like. Uh, well, I don't know. That's that's not like what the country was founded on. Britain is seems to me to be very like cosmopolitan, very like everyone lives in a city, is a city dweller, you know, a city dweller mindset, kind of like people in Los Angeles and New York today, you know, like the live in live in your pod and eat your bugs type of type of uh, type of person, but in like the 1800s or 1700s, all that stuff. American society is a rejection of that and is more of a frontier mindset. Um, and, and, and much more like so, like individualistic. It's a, what do you call it? Rugged individualism, some people call it. A lot of other people who are, who are more, more in tune with this uh, will call it uh, republicanism. Republicanism in, in the classical American way of, 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 uh, of defining it, from my understanding, is, uh, is the notion that every citizen, every person in your country, or every citizen rather, let's keep it at that, should be a landowner. Every citizen should be a landowner. And, and, and people say that, and you read that in history books all the time, you say, oh, well, what does that mean? Everyone's a landowner. I'm a landowner. It's like, you need to really understand what that means, because it's a, it's a very, very, very important concept. 
everyone, every citizen in your country should be a landowner, right? That means that you should have land that you can utilize and cultivate for, let's say, agriculture or other things or or, or, or something that, that, that will make you a productive person within your society. And you also own land. You are tethered to the country. You are tethered to the country. And the way that it worked for most of American history, you owned land, and now no one, no, no one gave a crap about what you were doing on it. That's your land. Right now, well, <laughs> you own land, and guess what? You think, oh, you know what? I don't need to pay. Uh, I don't need to pay rent anymore. <laughs> Newsflash: Yes, you do. You have to pay rent to the state. And I guess, like, maybe the rent isn't that bad or whatever. Blah blah blah. But it's still like you're. you're you still aren't really completely a landowner in this in this society. Um, but but that's kind of a tangent. The the point is, you look at how most people live in our, our modern society. Most people aren't owners. And most people, and, and it, it, there's a good case to be made that like ownership of land today is actually a bad move, right? There are many indicators from what I can see that right now, 2022, we might be in another housing bubble, right? Like the ha- prices of housing or houses have skyrocketed. It looks like the indicators are similar to 2008. <clears throat> So may, there might be some issue there, right? Um, point being, point being, land ownership today, uh, well, and also let's just go to, to, the, to, the, to the most basic point, especially in Los Angeles. People don't have money to own things, you know, to own land. In the past, you could have a parcel of land, build a house on it, Build a big house, a big house that you could put an entire family into, right? You could fit an entire family into one of these giant houses, family of 10, 15, to a house built in the 1800s and, 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 and live off a modest wage, right? Or maybe even live, live, work for yourself or, or whatnot, like and, and, and people think today, oh, no, that's completely crazy. It can't be done. But why why can't it be done? Why, why, why is that not the case? <clears throat> I think that, that there are numerous uh, causes of why it's pretty unsustainable to own land today. Um, but, but I think, like, if we want to, to fight kind of a lot of the problems of modern consumer corporate capitalism we need to go back to America's roots into that more uh, kind of frontier rugged individualist um, Republican communist type of thing I guess communism communism meaning like ownership of the means of production workers workers owning the means of production more in, in commune like literally like these should be like communes so my my proposition is if for republican communism is you have like different communes of people 
organized in in uh, in kind of sustainable architecture, um, and and communities that are designed off of humans, you know, not just like cars, but like human transportation. Places that are designed to be walkable, you know. Places designed to make you happy rather than being like a, a, a mental drain on you like most cities are today, right? Something like that. You have you have you have a you have you have a kind of a commune of people, a small community that is centered around different various uh, means of production, various uh, like literally like a, a small factory in your in your town, like a like a machine shop of some sort, a lathe, a mill, a CNC machine, something like that. So you can you can you can have the community maybe make be able to have like a, a source of capital inflow because it it provides labor to to create like real things. You know, maybe it's that. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's like uh, like a cotton. Uh, processing facility or or something like that or maybe you have a few different facilities you should probably have a few different basic facilities where you can make customized uh and and you know machinable or 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 other forms of products you know i mean it doesn't even need to be that like like you could have like a, a various assortment of some sort of like uh like community but they're based around this type of uh you know this type of system where, where they have a means of creation, you know, a means of, of building something, a small group of people that can do this, that can either either create an export or maybe they could just work remotely, you know? Um, that's part one. But part two, like, like, yeah, part one is how do you make the actual community something that can make money and be profitable and not just profitable in a, oh, we made a, like, we're making minimum wage, you know, like a, like a regular rural community today, but like a type of community that'll, that is like white collar profitable. Um, I think that that could be one way to do it. But the other thing that you need to do is you need to, uh, oh man, this guy's a dolt. What the heck? You know, you know what the worst part about driving is when you have two cars that are going the exact same speed right next to each other. That's just the peak of 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 of, uh, of someone not caring about anybody else around them. Okay, I'll continue the conversation in, uh, in one second. Okay, step one for Republican communism: make the community itself sustainable. Step two for Republican communism. Um, make the individual sustainable. Right now, the way that we exist is you have, like, you have these macro cities that have, like, macro factories and macro uh, kind of production centers, or, or, yeah, production centers, right? And then the land is kind of, like, spread out all across the United States for, like, arable, uh, arable land. Uh, and maybe that's the way to do it, you know? Maybe that's just how it's supposed to go. And maybe, maybe that's an extremely efficient system. And it kind of is, you know? But there's... Uh, we end up just outsourcing all the stuff. And it's not sustainable because, like, the people in the cities will keep, like, expanding and getting more numerous and more numerous. And you'll end up running out of land. 
and then maybe you got to figure out some other things. But at the end of the day, like, even if you come up with some way of, like, maybe making more uh, farmland within, like, you know, being more efficient with the space that you have in terms of farmland, like, you could still potentially, like, um, uh, what's the point here? Run out, you know? So, so maybe, maybe it's not really, like, well, my point is, the, uh, the growth of your population in your population centers is not tethered to anything, you know? It's not tethered to anything. If you have a huge city, are you going to know, um, are you going to know how much, uh, like how, what, what your limit is? No, because you're getting food shipped in from everywhere else, you know? And, and, and at that point, like, you can't really see, like, there isn't really a, 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 like, a necessary, um, like, you know, there's nothing keeping you in check until maybe something horrible happens. And then guess what? Every city, from my understanding, every city has a, enough resources to sustain its population for, I don't know, I think three days. And then what happens after, uh, your city is, uh, your supply lines are cut for your city and people start starving and, 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 and dying of thirst, uh, in your cities. Like, I don't know, it's not, doesn't seem very sustainable. I think an alternative that is, that would be great is if we use the land that we have, right? Or, or, or we use the land that we have far more efficiently. We either expand or we use land that we have far more efficiently to, um, I guess, instead of just like farming other places, I mean, what if we, what if we made it so that the place where you live, you need to actually also farm for yourself there too. Or what if in these micro communities, right? These communes, you have, uh, like community gardens and you, the community itself needs to, uh, be self-sustaining at least in part like sure maybe not completely maybe maybe it's impossible for any community to be, to be completely self-sustaining but just given where we're going I think we're going to need to have self-sustaining communities of some sort and humanity has done this for pretty much all of human history and right now with robotics with robotic technology I think we could definitely do this and make it so that, like, you can work a white-collar job and farm at the same time. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe farming is far too complicated and whatnot. But I think that 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 either you can, like, tying the land where you live to something that you're eating, something that, that is sustaining you, is probably a very responsible thing to do. And, and if you say, oh, well, we can't do that. It's like, you know how much... Like, and let's just look at, let's say land is a problem. Let's say, oh, well, what, well, we, we don't have enough room in our, in our areas. It's like, why don't we just start building higher? Like we've had skyscraper technology for like over a hundred years now, maybe 150, maybe more. Right. Um, we can build pretty high and you can say, oh, it just costs a lot of money. Okay. Well, the thing is. The future is going to cost a lot more than it does now. A car, 
Like, think about how much a car costs compared to, uh, I mean, a suit of armor from the past, and then a sword from, like, Roman times. Like, a car costs, like, in terms of just, like, the labor, and, and just, like, how how insanely difficult what it is it is to make, it's far more complex than any of those things. Um, now, may, maybe, like, per unit right now, it could cost less, you know, there's less human effort, but... It's still like a, you still need a huge infrastructure and all that to, to do it. Um, the future is just going to get more and more complex and more and more expensive. And we need to be willing and able to put money into large scale construction projects and, and, and just projects in general in order for humanity to survive because that is our next step. Our next steps are to build like colonies on the ocean, colonies on Antarctica, um, colonies in places where it has historically not been, uh, places that have not been habitable for humanity. We need to be able to build things there, one, and, like, uh, thrive there. We need to be able to do this because our destiny is in the stars. And if we're going to, uh, if we're going to say to ourselves, oh, we're, we, we're good. We got to go to another planet. We need to do this, but we can't build a, a dang colony on earth that is sustainable and profitable in a, in a, in a harsh zone, but, but it is infinitely less harsh than space. Like, how do you expect us to go into space? How do you expect us to actually expand? It'll be impossible if we don't do it here on earth. You know, oh, and maybe maybe we don't want to do it on Earth, but it'll just be more difficult. You know, and we're just kicking the can further into the future, because a hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred years from now, we're going to be colonizing Antarctica. We're going to be colonizing other places. You know, it just depends on when we want to do it, when we want to overcome that threshold, that hurdle. So let's go back to the original point here. Oh, you, we need to build a specialized uh, uh, architecture, specialized buildings for, um, for, for huge new human populations. What? That doesn't seem reasonable at all. It's like, if we're going to be sustaining billions more people, we're going to be, need to be doing projects that can sustain billions more people. We can't just assume, oh, we can just do it with what we're doing now, okay? The, 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 the concept of a house, you know, oh, just the, 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 the you know, like the cartoon drawing of a house you, you're all familiar with, you know, the triangle roof with the, uh, the square body, like that is outdated, that is outdated, and if we care about our, like, human-centered design, human-centered community, you know, sustainable systems systems that that can weather a disaster right systems that 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 won't like kill millions or billions if the worst thing happens you know right we need a way to overcome a nuclear war we need a way to overcome a uh, a coronal mass ejection we need a way to survive uh, maybe an asteroid impact or, or a super volcano eruption, or, or a starvation, or a mass plague that kills 
two-thirds of the human population or something else. We need a way to weather that. And if we don't develop systems to weather those, those things, millions or billions of people potentially will die in the future, right? So we need to start thinking very hard about how we're going to be moving forward with our construction projects in the future, with how humans will live. And one of Republican communism is a way to do it, you know? Building, let's say, a, a small skyscraper that has multiple layers of hydroponic farms that is, that is uh, yeah, let's just, let's just go into that. One, one implementation of this could be a skyscraper, skyscraper in Los Angeles with uh, multiple hydroponic farms on multiple la- levels with maybe some sort of automated farming system or a dedicated farmer for the complex, right? That can make food for everybody. And it's, you could say, oh, well, where do we get the, where do we get the energy from? And you could say, oh, well, solar energy would only be able to, to uh, uh, power one at one floor of these. Well, then why don't we use something else? Why don't we use wind energy or in nuclear, nuclear energy or, or other forms of energy, you know? Like, we're developing nuclear energy systems that, that can can power like a city block for like a very long time and do it very reliably, sustainably, cheaply, um, well, cheaper than, than previous methods, but they're, they're doing this for like mines and stuff and it's actually pretty cool. I mean, that could be something, you know? Uh, a nuclear plant that powers multiple layers of farms within a, within a, like a pretty big um, skyscraper kind of thing that can house like, let's say a hundred people or so or more, who knows? Um, where you have also like CNC mills, uh, mills, lathes, other other uh, manufacturing things, maybe chemical labs, maybe uh, maybe something else, and and the community like is able to maybe specialize in something and build that for others, you know, or maybe they they just use make that for themselves, and their their roles are more administrative. Maybe they work remotely uh, for companies or, or something else like that, you know. Or maybe there are multiple companies within this complex or something like that. Like, this, this could be a cool thing, you know? And, and the, the, the benefit of this is if you do it right, then you have a self-sustained community as well. Not just a... Which is a huge fucking improvement over modern American city design. Because modern American city design <coughs> works via zoning. You have... The, the zoned area for your businesses, and then you have the zoned area for your houses, and then you have the zoned area for this, and you have the zoned area for that, and it's not mixed zoning, and the, the, the issue with that is that in mixed zoning environments, you're able to foster an actual community, because I'm going to walk home, I'm going to walk to the store, and it's in a neighborhood, you know, the store is in the middle of a neighborhood, and you walk by like a bunch of people and you say hi and you know them, you know? But if you're in a neighborhood, right? And, and there's no stores nearby, it's not a walkable community, then you know what you're gonna do? You're gonna drive to the store, like Los Angeles. You're gonna drive to the store and then you're gonna drive back. You know how many people you meet on that drive? You know how many people you say hi to on that drive? Zero. You might say hi to someone at the store but the journey is, is one huge element of, of where community social interactions happen. 
I mean, this is exactly how they do it in Europe. Europe is, 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 was, well, most places in Europe are designed as emergent, you know, mixed communities. And, and, and it's, I mean, this is how you, you develop like, uh, like good community structures. And, and for some bizarre reason, America isn't doing this. Anyway. <sighs> so if you, if you can create like a, a self-sustained system that can both farm for itself and have it generate capital via like real production, I think you got a cool, a cool solution. And, and this helps. Here's the crux of the argument. This is the conclusion. This is the main point. This is the thesis. If it is sustainable for you to provide for yourself pretty much everything you need, namely food, shelter, clothing, and you don't need like a huge source of capital to sustain that. You can wean yourself off of the addiction to consumer goods. If you if you live in a in a system where it's impossible like where just to, to live in your house, you need to be making like five hundred, like fifty thousand dollars plus a year, right? Like it, you're 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 gonna ensure that you just keep working at that dead end job and you don't decide to do anything else. You don't take any risks. You don't work for yourself, and then you'll 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 continuously pay for the rent for your apartment. And then you'll pay for the consumer clothes and all this other stuff. But if if people started living in in, in systems where that are self-sustaining, like let's say I started a company that didn't make consumer subscription fucking products, but made a one-off product, you know, <laughs> made a shirt that you don't need to replace for a, a fucking decade. Or maybe two decades. A shirt that works for fucking two decades. Unheard of in the modern system. And that you could patch up and it'll fucking still work. If I don't need to make a huge amount of money to survive, then I can do that. If I can make, if I can not sell any shirts for a year and still feed my family because I have a farm then I can do that. I can get away with making less money. I can get away with not having a subscription-based service. But if 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 I need to buy my food from a store, if I need to pay the rent for an apartment, if I need to pay huge amounts of money for all these external subscription services, then I will have to do a subscription service to myself in the business that I create. Because I don't want to die and I want my kids to have food. But if you don't need that, if you don't need to be in a system that requires a subscription for you to survive, right? Then you can start you can start being 
a more responsible and sustainable person, you know? A more responsible and sustainable business owner. And at the end of the day, this is the crux of all this. The only way that our system, that our society will change is if people start adopting a radically different way of living that is much, much different than the the current metropolitan, urbanized, cosmopolitan, like, British fucking system of doing it, you know? Like, like the Brit- British people of, of the 1700s. Exactly what America of the past decided to get away from. Unless we develop a very different system, like an old, like a system like old America, we're going to continuously be, ex- be consuming far more resources than we should. We're going to be wasting far more resources than we should. Our empire will be continuously circling the toilet bowl into the drain of oblivion. And we're not going to be achieving what we should be achieving. And maybe, maybe, quote, Republican communism won't be, isn't the solution. Maybe, maybe building communes, self-sustaining communes isn't the way to do it. But maybe it is. You know, it only, well, you would only know if, if it's tried and if it's tried widespreadly. But at the end of the day, there's still a problem. If you don't, a subscription service is highly lucrative. Highly lucrative. But a non-subscription service isn't as lucrative. Not necessarily. And it also is more costly in the short term. It's more costly in the short term. Because if you're buying a shirt that lasts 10 to 20 years, you're probably going to pay a lot more for that shirt. But if you buy a shirt that'll last a couple months... You're going to spend a lot less on that, you know? And it could be an economic problem. It could be, you know what, we just need to, maybe maybe you, we can never do that because it's just economics, you know? And people always want the cheaper thing. But you know what it could also be? It could also be, well, an idea that I will uh, explain after the break of, zero seconds because I will uh, it'll be zero seconds for you but it'll be probably 30 seconds for me so here's the point here's the point um shoot what was the point I'm forgetting what the point was hold on I don't know how exactly the saying goes um but something like this a society is great when people plant trees that they themselves will not be able to sleep under. Or, wait, hold on. People, a society is great when people plant trees that, under whose shade they will not sleep under. Oh, let me look up what this quote is. Okay, I found the quote. Society grows great when old men plant trees whose shade they know they shall never sit in.
Uh, I don't know who that was, uh, but the point of that, the point of that quote is that the only societies that are great are ones that are long-term in scope, in thinking, in what, in everything that they do. Today, today, our societies are very, very, very short-term. Like, extremely short-term. Like, disturbingly short-term in how they, they set up their, their, their systems. Right? Societies today are extremely short-term in how they're set up. Instead of building nuclear power plants, like, we're consist- continuously building... Uh, gas power plants, which are very are very uh, lucrative in the short term, but in the long term, nuclear energy is more sustainable and more pro- far far more profitable. And well, it's 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 just a better form of energy, honestly. Um, from from everything I've seen, it's an extremely good form of energy. But instead of investing in society, like society's future itself. What we're investing in is short-term profits. What we're investing in instead of, of, of like, you know, a shirt that will last you a years, you know, we're investing in the, the consumer cheap, rippable, like, products, you know. Instead of building, like, like a simple, like, machine out of, let's say, aluminum or some sort of metal we're making it like mass produced out of plastic, which is, you know, cheaper after tooling costs, you know, but like, what are the, what are the, like, what are the side effects of plastic, you know, like, geez, like, we don't even know what microplastics do. What if, what if microplastics like cause like, like early onset fucking dementia or something? What if they cause like some sort of organ failure when, when people start getting 50, turning 50 or something like that? Like we don't know what the effect of microplastics on human society is. And maybe they don't do anything, you know? Maybe microplastics are just fine, you know? But we don't know that. Like the system that exists today said, you know, hey, we're completely okay with with experimenting on humanity, right? For the sake of short-term profit. You understand? This this has happened before. It's not like this is this is some new phenomenon like like we've 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 made huge mistakes like chemically before and, and we still like we don't care. We're inst- we we say, you know what? The price of, of having short-term wealth, short-term riches, is is worth uh, like this real risk that that humanity's faced many many times before, like with lead pots or leaded gasoline or things like that. Um, but we're gonna do it anyway because the short-term profit is much better, and. And who knows? Like, maybe, maybe it's all economics. Maybe everything needs to be profitable, you know? Or maybe not. Maybe 
we need to start holding ourselves to a higher standard and say, hey, let's not make a fucking cheap thing out of plastic when we could make it like reasonably at, at a reasonably similar cost out of like some sort of machined metal or something like, like that. Why don't we start like instead of just saying, oh, we have this one tool, let's use it for everything. Why don't we maybe step back and try and be a little more um, maybe long term in the way we think about our things? Maybe how about we we build computers and, 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 and products and other things like that that will last you like decades instead of just, oh, you know, we'll, we'll replace it after a year. Right. Which we can do. Maybe not electronics. Maybe there are some problems with electronics, you know. But, but even then, it's still a hardware problem. Like, like okay, let's say the circuit boards, like, they end up, like, de- degrading over time because of uh, the way that certain components are soldered with, like, believe it's, believe it's tin solder that ends up, like, falling apart over some time. Well, let's, say, let's say that's just a, a, a variable that you can't change. Then why don't you make it so that you can replace, like, easily replace different parts? Like, the right to repair stuff is, is, is basically on this, you know? It's it's probably it's a great it's a, it's a great step in a in a good direction because instead of saying like oh yeah well, let's uh <clears throat> well right to repair right to repair instead of saying you know what let's uh let's just let's just make it, well fuck I don't I don't know who who uh, I don't know who is who is uh, who is saying what in that situation but um what's the point here. Oh, the point is, point is, right to repair is, is, is in a good step in the right direction, I think. Um, so what? So what? Uh, sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting gas right now. I'm getting gas. Hold on. Wait. So anyway, point being, maybe, maybe the issue isn't that everything is processed, like, oh shoot, hold on one second. Let me, uh, let me finish getting gas real quick. You guys wouldn't believe how comically large this, uh, <laughs> this windshield wiper thing they have here. It's like a broom handle connected to, like, the, this really, really, like, comically small, uh, windshield wiper thing. <laughs> this is funny. This is Love's in, uh, Utah. Love's gas station. Oh, man. <laughs> this is just hard to use. <laughs> I can I can I can I can put this uh, this windshield wiper all the all the way across my car's windshield and still have like a huge amount left uh, this huge amount of the stick left in my hand. Oh my gosh, this is actually a it's actually really nice. We need more giant, comically large uh, like thing. Oh gosh, this is just difficult to use. Um, anyway. Gas station M- a- a- ASMR right now. Let's see here. Oh, this is beautiful. You know what? <laughs> you own a gas station. You gotta, you gotta get one of these. Uh, what are they called? Windshield thingies. If you don't have a windshield thingy at the gas the gas station you own, you're just a bad gas station owner. You're just a bad gas station owner. You should be shot. Gas station ASMR. Oof, man, that is expensive. 
So the point I was trying to make was that uh, I mean, profit is a po- powerful motivator, but if our society is going to survive, we need to probably start putting like putting other values above just pure profit as like strong things that, 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 that that keep pushing us forward. You know, we need systems that, that are, that are in place that, um, how would you say it? Encourage, um, I don't know. Encourage us do encourage us to do things the right way rather than I don't know. It's going out guns blazing trying to, to I don't know, squeeze every penny out of everyone else, you know? Like we need to make it so that that people will want to buy like something that costs more but will last them a huge amount of time rather than just say, "Oh, I got to I got to get the cheapest one. I got to go get the cheapest one here possible," you know? I think we also got to like make it so that people stop buying so many things, you know? Cause like if things are more expensive, people might even spend less, spend less money on, on the whole, you know, even if they're spending like more money per individual thing, if they're just shopping less, you know? But people shop a lot because, uh, well, maybe, maybe potentially because it's so encouraged in our society, you know? So who knows? Who knows? I, but I definitely think we need to have a just pure profit is not a, it's not a good, good way to go forward. Most definitely. We need, we need some, some things hampering it. And, and this, just saying, oh, let's get this just to get the state to do it. It's like, that's a that's a cop-out and that's unsustainable because the state will change, you know, state can change. You need to have something that will work for humanity for like hundreds or thousands of years going forward in the future, or maybe some system that works and the system needs to work better and outcompete other systems. You know, this is what you need to understand. This is statescraft 101. If your system is not profitable, you know, and doesn't give you a competitive advantage over every other system around you, then your your system will fucking fail. You need to be able to conquer everyone around you. You need to be able to to destroy them, you know, and outcompete them and do better than them if your system is actually better than them, you know? If it works, then then you'll know it, you know? And I'm not saying like, oh, we need to like destroy them, like we need to destroy people and da da da. I'm saying it'll only like a system is only like good if it if you can like do things if you have power. Like what what do you call it? Actually, let's go back to let's go back for one second. If you if you if you if you're like if you're weak and you say oh I'm I'm a good person because I'm not gonna I'm not hurting anybody. It's like no, you're not because you can't hurt anybody because you're a weak fucking idiot. But if you're like strong. You know, if you're fucking really strong, you're jacked, you have guns, you have real guns, and you have guns, you know, figuratively. Um, but you don't, like, you don't use violence, you don't, like, intimidate people, you don't, like, well, I don't know, intimidating isn't, 
I don't know. Intimidating is fun. Um, but you don't like hurt people, you know. You don't. You don't like steal or blah 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 or whatever. Then, then you could say that you're like a decent person, you know. Same thing is with uh, with with a state. Like you should have have a big stick. Speak softly and carry a big stick, Teddy Roosevelt. That's like good statescraft. But anyway, that's my point. If your system, like, if a system like this that that prioritizes long term uh, investment and is like profitable enough in the short term, I don't know. It could work, and I, I think maybe the way that we do this is just by educating engineers better, educating civil and, and mechanical engineers and electrical engineers to to prioritize like making their things like more uh just just to work more better or, or well uh, let me rephrase that not work more more better but like work uh longer and more more um reliable well let me not reliably like uh to have longer lifespans you know make it so it's not a consumerist thing and maybe Maybe, maybe it's not even that. Maybe it's that not even that. Maybe you just got to make a system, you know, make a company that does this. Make a company that just makes a really dang good engineering product that will last you a decade or more or whatever. And maybe you just, you have enough of these companies, you know, people will probably start buying them. You know, maybe this is a natural progression. Maybe this is just a natural Hegelian uh, antithesis of of what we have now. Who knows? Who knows? I, you know, I feel like that might be the way it'll happen. So, right now is a ripe time for business, I think. It's a ripe time to get into business and start doing stuff. Doing stuff better than the current bloated, retarded boomer corporations that exist today. So... Why don't you go out there and uh, and start some business? Start doing something better than than those the people who exist out there today. You could probably make uh, make some money, and you could probably make a lot more money, and you could probably be very successful if you do it. Who knows? Who knows? By the way, if you care about society's future and you hate what's going on right now, you should probably start getting into business, and you should probably start ge- generating as much fucking wealth as possible. Because if you care about where society, like you, where society's going, and you and you don't care about making a lot of money, then you're just all fucking talk. The only way that you change society is by getting power in society, and you you don't get power through a fucking wagey job. If you just don't, if you don't care, then fine, get a wagey job, doesn't matter. But if you want to change society, you need to get powerful somehow, and the easiest way to do that is through wealth. So. You should fucking probably start trying to generate wealth by getting into business or doing something similar. And if you don't, then you're wasting your, well, you're, you're not, well, who knows? Maybe, 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 maybe it's not for you. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe you have a different way of doing it. But a lot more people on the right need to start getting into fucking business. And maybe like applying for office and doing things like that than are currently doing it. Because if you're all talking, if it's all just an online thing, and if you're fucking neat, 
Like, man, you're a loser. You're a fucking loser if you do that. And you're not actually helping anybody. You're actually hurting everybody else. If, if you're if you're if you're all right wing and you don't actually practice anything, you're not actually pragmatic. You need to have praxis. You need to have fucking praxis if you if you actually care about the world today. You know, and 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 the shit is so like like serious nowadays. Like shit is so serious that if you don't have like active praxis and you're not like actually like taking real world steps towards like one of these goals like like man that is just i don't know it's just a fucking really loser loser behavior you you got to you got you got you got to you got to get your life together and you got to start like 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 being a fucking powerful leader and if you're not a fucking powerful leader then to support people who are powerful leaders you know we need to start creating communities we need to start generating money generating wealth and and infiltrating the the ruling class on the whole we have we have millions of people within this movement right and the only way that 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 we'll be able to change society is if we start becoming the the next generation's ruling class you know and maybe it's not me maybe it's not you maybe it's not other people you know but if if you take a step towards that direction you know or, or your network includes people in the ruling class, or something like that. You know, you, you'll be, you'll be able to inf- influence it. But you need to, you need to just start looking at this seriously. Like this isn't just a game. You know, it's not just a oh, I'm I'm having fun on the internet with my friends. It's a hey, the world needs to change. I have this one life to live, and I'm going to change something with it. You know, so. Start being serious about this. Start uh, start actively thinking about like how your life itself can be used to do real good in the world, and not in and, and not in just like a a, a fucking um, sterile, flaccid. Oh, I'm just going to be doing good by 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 like I'm going to work on an engineering project that's important. It's like no, who fucking cares? You know what? What really matters. Is is if what you're doing is also helping like 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 societal projects, you know? If if what you're doing, if you're doing an engineering project, you know, and and it's cool, yeah, that that's good. But that shouldn't be the only thing that your your work is going towards, you know? Oh, I made a real estate deal. It's like okay, who cares? Like, what is the money tor- from that real estate deal going towards? Are you doing something that is going to change society for the better on the whole and structural kind of way? Or maybe that's not even it. Maybe this. Maybe you need to start a family. You know. Maybe that's your goal. Maybe that that's that's a good thing. You know. If your money isn't going towards starting a family, or making like some change, or like making sure, like trying to trying to find a way to like get rid of abortion. Maybe maybe that's one thing. You know. If your capital isn't going towards, you know, a real world change, then it's being you know, you're wasting a a huge part of your life, you know, like, look at, look at how, like, look at how our modern society was, was changed from being like an extreme right-wing Christian society to an extreme left-wing, like, like subverted society. It's because the people who, who were in charge of the society, like they cared a lot about, about, about changing it, you know? And they did everything in their power to change it. And they put huge amounts of money 
to change it, you know? Look at the film industry. Billions, billions and billions and billions of dollars were put into ensuring that 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 those movies were as compelling as possible to change people's minds propagandistically. Billions of dollars were put into education, you know, subversive education, propaganda. Like that is the only way society changes. If you put money into it, if you put real world money, time, energy, effort into this stuff. And if it's just talk on the internet, then you're wasting your time. I mean, it's a start, you know, you're building communities and all that, but you need to start doing things outside of that, you know? And maybe it's not, it's, it's it, like, it, st- it doesn't look like just one thing, you know? If you say, you're probably going to hear that and you say, oh, that, I don't, I don't like that. It's like, you know, it doesn't mean, oh, I'm going to go on a campaign. I'm going to go, I'm going to go com- campaign for Donald Trump. I'm going to go do this or whatever. It's, I don't know. I, I don't really, I'm not, I don't like that type of stuff. I don't like campa- campaigning and stuff. Maybe, but maybe that's for you. Who knows? Maybe that's for you. But it's not just, it's not just one thing, you know? Find something that will do real world good that isn't just something material, you know? Not just, oh, I'm making a, a more advanced, I'm doing scientific research. You know, scientific research will benefit anybody, you know? It'll benefit, like, people who are supportive of the devil and it'll support people who are good you know but you need to have like a contribution to society that has a real world bent to it you know in a positive direction so food for thought think about that and figure out how to orient your life towards that if you don't already do that and if if you do do that then great but if you don't you know think about that and if your friends don't then maybe trying to convince them too you know and you don't it, 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 there's there's a, so many things you can do so many things you can do like maybe maybe what you want to do is you want to create something beautiful you know maybe you want to create architecture that 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 will will make people look to to god more rather than like being like depressed and just by the brutalist uh modernist type of like way that it looks you know Maybe that's how you do it, but but find find something that will do like a real world, like a like something with a polarity to it, you know, Not, that isn't just like like neutral, like has has a has a real world bent to it, and, and have have at least something that in your life that that does that, or else I don't know. Anyway, anyway, that's that's my point. That's my point. That's my point. <laughs> I meant to turn that off comedically at the end, but it didn't work. So now you're stuck with me. You're stuck with me. I meant to turn that off again and it didn't work. Okay. Okay. Two, two, see, I was supposed to go, and then I was going to stop it at that point. So, anyway, you you know what I'm, you know what I'm getting at. You know what I'm getting at. My voice hurts. My throat hurts.